Hello, everyone. Welcome to the second day of my gratitude week of my podcast. Uh, today, we're going to talk about why I'm grateful for the sequel trilogy. It's going to be fun. Join me. Hello, everyone. My name is Brennan Marr. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator. Welcome to Only What You Take With You. Presented by Page Turners, they were not my Star Wars podcast. Um, so, because Tuesdays are traditionally uh, for controversial subjects, I'd like to say why I'm grateful for the Star Wars sequel trilogy. It's certainly a trilogy that has caused no end of discussion, whether good or bad. All I can say is while I respect the opinions of others, I love this trilogy. And so let me tell you why I'm grateful for it. So let's start with The Force Awakens. Just in a general sense, this brought Star Wars back in a big way. Now what I mean by that is Star Wars was never dead during this time. It had been 10 years since the last movie. There had been the Clone Wars movie, which had gotten lacerated by fans and critics at the time. Releasing it in theater was probably a mistake. There was the Clone Wars series that ran during this time. It took a while, though, for people like me to get on the bandwagon. I knew that the Clone Wars was on, and I peripherally had an idea of what was going on, like Darth Maul's return, which I thought was kind of dumb at the time. It wasn't until the entire series was on Netflix that I binged it and gained an appreciation for it. So I think for a lot of fans like me, there wasn't much Star Wars between Revenge of the Sith and The Force Awakens. And The Force Awakens, you know, J.J. Abrams and Lawrence Kasdan brought Star Wars back in a big way. And there has been a lot of talk of The Force Awakens being similar to A New Hope. And it is. I'm okay with that. So I'm grateful to J.J. Abrams and screenwriter Lawrence Kasdan for bringing back Star Wars in a way that really felt like Star Wars. <laughs> um, and it really hit the highlights of what I love and what a lot of fans love about Star Wars. Is it, you know, fan service and nostalgia and things like that? Sure it is, but Star Wars has always been about those things. So, and I'm a fan and I like to be served. Thank you. 
So I'm grateful that they brought Star Wars back in a big way. And I know at the time there was a feeling of this is way better than the prequels, you know. That opinion has changed since. So I'm grateful to JJ and Larry for bringing Star Wars back. I gotta talk about my favorite character in the sequel trilogy. Ray. Daisy Ridley. My word. This girl comes out of nowhere. She had been in like two British TV shows. She comes out of nowhere and blows me away. The moment that I knew that it was a success, I saw this opening day at like 11 o'clock in the morning. I still remember distinctly. Ray gets out of the Star Destroyer that she's scavenging. She takes off her mask and takes a drink of water and the music. The music hits Ray's theme. One of the most beautiful pieces of music John Williams ever wrote. She gets on her little junk toboggan and slides down this hill of sand. The music is starts playing with the, those bells. It just mm, gorgeous. That's the moment that I knew they had done it. Even before Ray had said a word, I knew they'd done it. I'm grateful to Daisy Ridley because she is incredible. Lovable, kind, joyous. And the fact that she's lived her whole life on this desert planet. And now she gets to see the universe. The joy on her face at seeing it. The wonder of it. It's truly extraordinary. So thank you, Daisy Ridley, for bringing this character to life. He is now one of the most beloved Star Wars characters. And yes, her name is Ray Skywalker. <laughs> Grateful for John Boyega. Yes. Now, he had been in a cult movie called Attack the Block. So some people knew who he was. I didn't. Finn, particularly in The Force Awakens, immediately is a charismatic, lovable character with so much joy and hilarity. And John Boyega creates this marvelous character. I really hope will return. Yes, you could read all the stuff about maybe his dissatisfaction with how his character was handled. For me, he handled it perfectly. So thank you, John. You were amazing. Okay, folks, the elephant in the room, Ben Solo, Kylo Ren, Adam Driver, my word. Adam Driver, I think, 
is one of our best actors right now. And I remember, I don't think anybody really knew who he was prior to The Horse Awakens. He had been in Lincoln and had some small roles like that. Nothing major. But that was a revelation. And as you can see, his career has exploded. Oscar nomination. Been in some incredible films. The man is brilliant. Yet again, I want to see him return to Star Wars. With the Rey Skywalker movie coming. Well, his Force Ghost appeared. Probably. And who knows with the dyad between them. Who knows? So I gotta give gratitude to Adam Driver for completely knocking it out of the park. Bringing such an intensity and a vulnerability. Yeah, it's amazing. So thank you, Adam Driver. Of course, we have to talk about Harrison Ford. Now, I think, it's just a personal opinion, that in Return of the Jedi, he was a bit underserved, a little bit. And I think that we, we know that Harrison Ford was a little unhappy with his character in Return of the Jedi. Because Harrison is an actor that wants his character to have a purpose. He wants a director to tell him what his motivation is. He wants that. And he gets frustrated if he doesn't have that. That happened during the making of Blade Runner. He was frustrated because Ridley Scott wasn't giving him a lot of direction. Ridley Scott trusted that Harrison Ford could figure it out on his own. Harrison wants that guidance. But he felt the character really had no utility in Return of the Jedi. And I can see his point. And I think, for the most part, I agree with him. For the most part. Having him return and giving his all. Not phoning it in. No. He is in it. He is locked in. And it's like no time has passed at all. It's, it's Han Solo. Through and through. And Harrison delivers. He really does. So I have to give gratitude to Harrison Ford and... I have to give gratitude to Larry Kasdan for writing The Death of Han Solo. Now, that was something that we all kind of predicted was going to happen. And at first I thought, well, yeah, okay, not very original. The more I think about that scene, the more I think about the ideas behind it, the more I'm filled with gratitude for them making that decision. Now, we could be cynical and say, oh, well, Harrison only agreed to come back if they killed him off. I think that's a very cynical point of view. 
So all I can say is I'm grateful for Harrison's return. And I'm grateful for that death because that's exactly what the story needed. And it's a beautiful scene, too. Particularly because of what happens in The Rise of Skywalker. We'll get there in a minute, but thank you, Harrison. And the last thing I have to thank before we move to Last Jedi is BB-8. BB-8, as J.J. Abrams said, they could have done him CGI. But J.J. said, we need to have a practical puppet. So they did. BB-8 is a combination of remote control, uh, animatronic, puppetry, and CGI for some scenes. But he's practical for the most part. Except there's certain like really fast-moving scenes. I wasn't sure to think when I first saw him because I thought, uh-oh. At the time, I thought too much CGI. But then they brought him out on stage to start with Celebration and knocked everybody's socks off with their practicality. And what a great addition to Star Wars he is. In a way, he's almost become a new symbol for Star Wars. And he's adorable. I mean, that, that's what he is. He's adorable. And spunky. And I like that. So thank you for bringing that character to life in so many great ways. Including Bill Hitter as the voice. Bill Hitter and Ben Schwartz as the voice of BB-8. So, gotta give great gratitude to that. And of course, John Williams and his score, which I'm just going to say right up. All three of his sequel trilogy scores. I am so grateful for. Now, move to The Last Jedi, which, you know, you all know, is my favorite sequel trilogy movies and one of my top favorite Star Wars movies. And there's so many things I could say. I'll just say I'm pretty much grateful for the whole movie. I think Ryan Johnson, because he wrote it and directed it, it's, it's an auteur film, and it's brilliant, I think. He is a brilliant filmmaker, and it's a brilliant movie. Now, it has been said by some that it doesn't feel like a Star Wars movie. I have to completely disagree. In fact, I think it's more Star Wars than anything else in the sequel trilogy. I mean, that, that's a bold statement. But I think what I mean is it understands Star Wars on an incredibly deep level. I have to give thanks, of course, to Kelly Marie Tran as Rose Tico, a character that I feel is unfairly maligned. There are a couple of characters here, particularly Kelly Marie Tran as Rose Tico, and Laura Dern as Emmeline Holdo are great additions to Star Wars because 
they exist to help teach our characters a lesson. Particularly our male characters. Finn and Poe need to be taught a lesson. Because their masculine bravura bravura gets them in trouble. Particularly Poe. Leia, Holdo, and Rose all exist to be the, be the stalwart, to be steady as a rock, to help guide our male characters. Ray does the same thing with Luke. It's to help guide them, and I think the female characters. In many ways, I think The Last Jedi is a feminist movie. Great female characters helping to teach the male characters a lesson. And told a lot of it from a female point of view. Which I think is what Star Wars needs. Because for a long time it was just Leia. And then there was Ahsoka. And that was kind of it. Until the sequel trilogy and Star Wars Rebels really up the ante as far as the female characters. So I gotta say, thank you, Ryan Johnson, for a beautiful film. Brilliant film, but also thank you for great female characters. I gotta thank... I forget the name of the cinematographer. The cinematography in The Last Jedi is extraordinary. So I gotta give gratitude on a technical level how brilliant the film is. Uh, thanks must be given to Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill delivers, I think, his career best performance here. In many ways, Harrison Ford maybe not a career best in The Force Awakens, but maybe, I thought, Oscar level. That's old Han Solo. And I think Mark Hamill is similarly Oscar level. I know a lot of people had trouble with the Luke storyline. I respect that, but I loved it. I need to thank Ryan Johnson and Mark Hamill for creating such a brilliant story for Luke. A great character arc. And despite what you may or may not have heard about behind the scenes, Mark Hamill eventually agreed with Ryan Johnson's point of view. He didn't at first, and you'll see that as a clickbait headline. Clickbait saying, you know, oh, he didn't like it. But that's just part of the story. But I don't really care about what went on behind the scenes. I care about what's on the screen. And I think Mark Hamill delivers maybe his greatest performance in The Last Jedi. Andy Serkis is Snoke. Even though he's only in it for a couple of scenes, I think he's absolutely brilliant. So thank you, Andy. And the Andy's great. The fight scene in the throne room is one of the greatest scenes in all the Star Wars. It just is.
So thank you for that. There's so much I love about The Last Jedi. But I also got, I got to give particular thanks to the very end scene. Now, there's two end scenes that deserve mention. One is Luke saving the day. His story is complete. And maybe the greatest use of the Force we've ever seen. Doing it non-violently. Doing what a Jedi does best. Defend people and give them a chance to live another day. And it's brilliant. But the final scene in the movie are the kids on Canto Blake telling the stories of the great Jedi Master Luke Skywalker. His story has given them hope. And broom kid, Tamari Blagg, using the force on that broom, there it is. The force has awakened. And Luke did exactly what Ray knew he was. Knew he could be. Be a symbol of hope. For the galaxy. So I gotta thank Ryan Johnson, Daisy Ridley, and Mark Hamill for a brilliant storyline. The redemption of Luke Skywalker. There's so much else. The score of John Williams yet again. It's great. It's just wonderful. So, And of course, more Lieutenant Connicks. Played by Billy Lord, Carrie Fisher's daughter. Great character. The blonde character who helps the uh, helps Finn and Rose and Paul with their plan. A great side character. I love her. We come to the Rise of Skywalker. I'm going to say it right up. Thank you, J.J. Abrams and Chris Terrio. I love this film. Controversial as it is, I love it. I got to thank Adam Dreyer, Harrison Ford, Chris Terrio, and J.J. Abrams for a great storyline. The Redemption of Ben Solo. Ben Solo sought for so many years, wanted to be Darth Vader. How did he end up, really, in the end? Just like Anakin Skywalker. It's a great twist on the idea that he wanted to be the dark aspect of his grandfather, but ended up becoming the good aspect of his grandfather. That, that I think, is brilliant. Daisy Ridley, the story of Ray coming full circle. She is brilliant yet again. The movie looks fantastic. So much color and, oh my word, just beautiful. Ian McDermott. Ian McDermott returning as Palpatine. Or a clone of Palpatine that's falling apart. 
Ian McDermott always gives his all in a very Frankensteinian style performance. It, just brilliant. Brilliant. And I was so glad to have him back. It makes sense to me. And he was magnificent, I think. Strapped to that weird crane thing. Yeah, so always a pleasure to have Ian McDermott back. Thank you, Ian. Wonderful job. The brilliance of Ray communing with the spirits of the deceased Jedi, or... Well, Ahsoka might still be alive, who knows. Ray starting the movie trying to commune with them. And ending the movie finally doing it. It's great. What a what a beautiful moment. The dyad, I think it's a brilliant idea, so I gotta thank Chris Terrio for that. Chris Terrio, the screenwriter. The music given again by John Williams makes me cry. It's beautiful. Um, there's a moment at the end of the movie that gets me crying every time. Ray and Finn and Poe hugging each other at the end of the movie. Tears streaming down their face. It is brilliant. Ray's moment of defeating the Emperor. She's her saying triumphantly, I am all the Jedi. These are moments that I'm so grateful for. These are the moments that moved me. The final scene between Ben and Han Solo. Brilliant. And it was a secret. I had no idea that Harrison was going to return. And the, the fact that Leia gave everything she had laid down her life to reach her son and help conjure the image of Han Solo that she was willing because she wanted him to have closure with his dad, which concludes what was set up in The Force Awakens. Han says to Leia, if Luke can't reach him, how can I? And Leia says, Luke is a Jedi. You're his father. This moment where she knew that Ben needed to have closure with his dad. The fact that she was willing to die to project that image. That's how I interpret it. But reach her son. Get through to him. Another brilliant moment I have to thank JJ and Chris for. I have to thank Harrison Ford for as well. Brilliant. There's so much more I could say of gratitude. I think that those are really the things that stand out to me. As what I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for some of the lessons. From Zori Bliss. They... 
I think her line is, I think it's something to the effect of, they win by making you think you're alone. That's such an important message. There's a lot of evil in the world, and they win by making us think that there's no hope and making us think that there's nobody willing to stand up to the right. When in reality, there are many people, more people, most people willing to stand up for what's right. So I love the lessons in the sequel trilogy. The greatest teacher failure is they make you win by thinking, making you think you're alone. They win by making you think you're alone. Lessons of the light, it's always been there. These are important lessons. So the, I could go on and on and on. Suffice to say, I love the sequel trilogy. I am grateful for everyone who worked on it. I'm grateful for the lessons. I'm grateful for the messages. I'm grateful for these beautiful moments that make me cry. I'm grateful for moments that make me think. The sequel trilogy I am grateful for. My name is Brennan Murray. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator. Let me know what you think. Thank you for tuning in to Only What You Take With You. Presented by Page Turners, They Were Not, my Star Wars podcast. May the Force be with you. <laughs>